what are we going to call this thing? Do you know, do you have a name yet? Good question. I feel like it'd be better if it was casual comics podcast. Okay. That's what's going to be then. Uh, yeah. If, if, if you're cool with that. <clears throat> okay, cool. Uh, hello everybody. Welcome to the casuals comic podcast. My name is Luke and my co-host Mike is here as well. Hello everybody. And so, um, yeah, so basically we're just going to talk about the news of the week slash month. And then after that, we're going to jump into the, um, we're going to jump into our Fantastic Four uh, fan casts. And, yeah, for the MCU. Yeah, yeah, because I just announced the Fantastic Four movie. And um, yeah. so, yeah, if I remember, I'll put time <laughs> codes in the description, but I, I can't confirm that. So, uh, yeah, yeah, there's kind of a lot of news. We kind of heard, but we'll, yeah, we'll we'll see. <laughs> right. So, so I just wanted to start by talking about um, Godzilla versus Kong. I got the trailer. Uh, yes, of course. Uh, last week, it was on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. And so you, um, you said we got a video on on the YouTube channel. Um, yeah. You said that you watched the originals, and so does that mean like the original 1950s Japanese movie? Did you watch those? Uh, I yeah. So I I've seen yeah I've seen the original Godzilla movie like, mm-hmm. and then I've seen some of the ones in between like more of the ones in like the 90s and and 2000s. Okay. You know. Um, yeah. I think I've seen a couple from like the eighties. I haven't seen a lot of the old, old, old ones mm-hmm. um, like Godzilla versus monster zero and stuff, but I yeah. have seen, I have seen the original um, King Kong versus Godzilla from 1962. Yeah. Um, which it seems like this movie is like obviously going to be very different, but right. probably going to have a lot of similarities mm-hmm. to it. Cause I, I know in that movie, uh, Kong, they did a very similar thing. Like they brought Kong from his island. I don't remember why, but they needed him for some reason. And mm-hmm. instead of having like a little girl that communicated with him, they had like some weird thing where like if they gave him this like berry juice and oh, like yeah. played these bongos, he would like fall asleep or something. <laughs> and that was like how they controlled. Yeah, it was weird, but it was kind of a weird, you know, it was like the 60s. And in the yeah. end, uh, <clears throat> it, it was pretty much just like two monsters fighting each other that it wasn't like how they've set up Godzilla and Kong in the other movies as kind of good guys. Uh-huh. Um, so by the end of the movie, it was kind of weird the way it ended. It basically was just like God, Godzilla was like, all right, I give up. And he just like <laughs> ran into the ocean and swam away. And they're like, oh, Kong's a winner. It was like, <laughs> yeah. So I doubt they're going to do that in the new movie. But <laughs> uh-huh. uh, yeah. So what do you think about um, potentially them introducing Mega Godzilla? Like you said that there's that one shot. Yeah. Mecca. I said Mega. It's Mecca with C H. Yeah, um, I, I I used to think it was Mega. I think when I first saw like some of the movies with him in it, I was like, oh, yeah. it's Mega Godzilla. <laughs> no, yeah, and so there's that one shot at the beginning with like the red lights. Yeah. But but then also there's this one shot. Um, I don't think you mentioned it in, the, in your breakdown, but there's this one shot where there's like a computer monitor in the background, and it yeah. looks like there's like uh there's like a robot. There's like a Godzilla outline in it. It looks potentially mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. A mechanical, or it could just be a regular Godzilla. With, with just things yeah yeah i have heard people people talking about that i forgot to mention that in the video but Mm -hmm. yeah like i'm pretty sure mecha godzilla is going to be in it because i have heard like a lot of rumors there were like toy leaks um Mm -hmm. and whatnot uh but i think a lot of people are kind of reaching a bit you know looking for him in the trailer and i feel Mm -hmm. like i don't think they would be dumb enough to just like put in mecha like if they want to like save mecha godzilla as like a big reveal in the movie right i don't think they're going to show very much if anything in the trailer especially not, not the first trailer you know yeah yeah for sure kind of like uh that first batman versus superman trailer where they didn't really yeah show anything. yeah they didn't show anything and then and by the third one they're like let's just show them everything and like, <laughs> yeah right. and, then, and yeah. then everybody got mad <laughs> so <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. Hopefully um, they learn from their mistakes. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is the same studio after all. Yeah. And um, they've made some fun mistakes the last few years. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's not talk about Suicide Squad. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Or Justice League. <clears throat> yeah. Exactly. Oh well, that's that's a good that's a good segue into something else. Um, they recently yeah. announced. I think today they they announced a uh, March eighteenth release date. Mm-hmm. And then they uh, for the Snyder the cut. Snyder cut. Yeah. It, it, interesting. Yeah, I know it's coming out in March. I just didn't remember the actual date. And then they also announced a little while ago that it was going to be like four hours long. So, yeah. So here's the thing. Like a lot of media outlets are like acting like, you know, Warner Brothers came out and said that. Um, mm-hmm. But it was actually Zach on his Vero uh, oh, account. Okay. Like that's how he communicates with fans. And that, that's like right. a social media platform right. of choice. I think he likes it because it's not as mainstream. Sure. And not as many like morons on there. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he, I think they, Basically, you know, for a while there, when he was officially talking about it, he said that it was going to, Zack Snyder said it was going to be like a four, four hour episode. Uh-huh. I think that that's the way Warner Brothers wanted to release it. Yeah. Um, but then somebody commented on one of his photos and asked like, so is this thing going to be, you know, uh, f- you know, and like an, like a mini series or is it just gonna be like one shot, you know? And then yeah. Zack Snyder commented like, it's, it's, it's going to be a one shot. So okay. that's why everybody like then all the media outlets were like, oh, my God, you know, so like it could be it, 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 it's just such a vague like mm-hmm. interaction yeah. and it's not like officially confirmed either way. So who knows? Um, I know they plan on releasing it on like Blu-ray and stuff after yeah. HBO Max. So right. I'm sure sh- I'm sure they're probably I'm sure it's going to be like a four hour movie on the Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still not a hundred percent confirmed. I think okay. like by Warner Brothers or HBO Max, what it's going to be when it re- re- releases next month or not next month, but March. Yeah, that makes more sense because I'm not sure. I, I, Four hour movie is just is just too much. Yeah, it, like I mean, to be fair, you know there have been movies before like extended cuts, like the Lord Lord of right. the Rings are each like over mm-hmm. four hours long, uh, at least o- over three. I think two and three are like over four hours long. So it's okay. like, it's not unheard of, but it is yeah. hard, you know, especially nowadays with everybody's like, you know, short attention spans for somebody mm-hmm. to, you mm-hmm. know, sit down and watch the whole thing. My big thing is I want it to be released like all at once. You know, I don't yeah. want to have to wait like four weeks to see all of it. So that's my mm-hmm. only, that's my only beef with it coming out in episodic form. Sure. Um, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, kind of going off of that, um, the director's cut for Doctor Sleep is is over three hours long, but oh, okay. they kind of split it. They it it's one movie, but they kind of split it up into different chapters. Like every yeah. half hour, forty five minutes, there's like this is chapter two, this is chapter three, uh, I see. and so you can kind of you can kind of parcel <laughs> it out like that. Yeah, they kind of did that with uh, the director's cut of Quentin Tarantino's The Hateful Eight. Okay. Um, on it's like it, it's about like four hours long. Yeah. Um, but on Netflix, they have it in like four episodes, okay. I, I think in like four episodes. So, yeah. you know, it's like, it's been done both ways. I don't know. It's kind of, <laughs> mm-hmm. when you have a really long movie, it's kind of hard to decide what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. And so just one, one last thing on the Snyder cut, if it was released like in its entirety in theaters, would you, and assuming the theaters were open at that point, would you go yeah. and see it? I think in theaters, the only problem with theaters is that like I have no like I've done double features before. It's no okay. like yeah. I wouldn't mind sitting in a theater for four hours. But the only thing is, you know, like taking breaks and stuff. Like it was hard enough in Avengers Endgame yeah. to like not have to go to the bathroom and stuff like that. Yeah. So 
I think I probably only would if it was like an IMAX, because um, I would like that would be a really cool experience to see it in IMAX. Sure, it's because it's shot in that aspect ratio, so yeah, it, it lends it, itself to that. Exactly, and he said that he's tr- pushing to try and get it in like IMAX theaters, get mm-hmm. get a release in IMAX. So yeah, yeah, I I would probably see it. Yeah, it would just be like I would have to, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, bring exactly. like a you know a bottle of pee in or something. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so on the next news, apparently, so we've known this for a while, but Warner Brothers released their entire twenty one. They, they are going to release their entire twenty twenty one slate onto HBO Max yes. as well as in theaters. Yes, and uh, apparently they didn't tell the filmmakers this. Yeah. Which it's technically it's legal, but it's just not a cool thing to do. Right. Um, like, like, I think it's a good idea given the circumstances, right. Given like so many theaters aren't open and mm-hmm. like, you know, why keep delaying it if you can do that. And, yeah. and it, apparently it's working because apparently uh, wonder woman 1984 brought in like, you know, 40 million subscribers or something, yeah. you know, yeah. something like that. So, you know, it's not a bad idea. I think the only thing they did wrong was not tell the filmmakers yeah, yeah, about yeah. it. And on top of that, uh, it seems like Nolan, Christopher Nolan, doesn't want to work with Warner Brothers going forward. Yeah. Which is interesting That's because... That's not super surprising. I think that a lot of... Most of his movies that I'm aware of yeah. were, were Warner Brothers. They were, yeah. I think almost all of them the last, uh-huh. like, at least the last 12 years. Like, yes. some of his earlier ones, like Memento, I don't think was. Right. And I don't know if The Prestige was. Probably not. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see, like, what he does after that yeah it doesn't super surprise me because he's like very much a stickler in a lot of ways like even the way he makes movies like i've heard people you know like they like working with him but he is very like super particular and Mm -hmm. he's very much kind of stuck in the um you know all the kids go to the cinema and like you know like like just a cinema experience which i really love but he's basically like the only way movies can survive is if cinema survive kind of attitude Mm -hmm. so he he really hated that whole um you know premiering on hbo max stuff right i'm like you know you kind of got to adapt you know this covid thing has been with us for like over a year now yeah and you know are we just not going to have movies until like someday in the distant future? Yeah, like when 2045. It's gone. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, you kind of got to adapt. Like I understand, you know, kind of where he's coming from, but I think it's right. kind of uh, not looking at the big picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, um, it, I think that just coming together and um, experiencing stories is very much a, a human thing. I don't think movie theaters yeah. are, gonna, are going anywhere, but no, I think that I hope right, not. yeah exactly I think that uh, right, for right now I think it's probably the best to just release it uh, to streaming right which I mean there are you know they it's mostly for people who can't go to the movie theaters or don't feel safe going to movie theaters you know right. like me I'm still gonna go to the theater and see these things because mm-hmm. they're still they're open in my area so you know yeah yeah in the last couple of times I've went the last few months like hardly anybody's been there anyway right. so I was like yeah you know whatever so uh yeah I I really don't have a problem with the thing. And I think it's probably, it kind of gives them a leg up from a lot of studios who are waiting, like keep pushing the stuff back. Like Sony just recently pushed back, I think like Uncharted and a few other movies. Ghostbusters. Yeah. And Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But speaking of you not wanting to work with Warner brothers. um, So I don't, I don't know if you've heard about the whole thing with Ray Fisher Um, recently, the actor who played cyborg. Yes. It's been this whole big thing where he came out and started talking about how there was just a lot of bad stuff going on with mm-hmm. the on, on set of the justice league reshoots yeah um including joss whedon you know and in, you know 
kind of saying that the producers Jeff Johns and John Berg were like enablers and like yeah. he tried to talk to he said he tried to talk to Jeff Johns about it and Jeff basically like <clears throat> kind of dismissed him and also said mm-hmm. you know something like you know if you want to keep working you know whatever kind of sort of threatening his job I don't know but you know he's had a lot of accusations going around but he convinced Warner Brothers to finally have an objective investigation mm-hmm. um, and apparently they did find like foul play and stuff so yeah you know, I don't know what they're going to do about it, but it does seem like, you know, some people are keep saying like, you know, keep suggesting he's lying because he's the only cast member that's, you know, right. We're working this hard, but you know, people haven't remembered, I guess that at, like pretty much as soon as Ray was coming out with this stuff, Jason Momoa, you know, mm-hmm. a- Aquaman came out and like, you know, yeah. s- pretty much confirmed everything he was saying and was standing with him and a few other of the cast members and mm-hmm. some of the crew. So it's not like, you know, he, it's not, it's not like he just some d- disgruntled guy or something Look, you know, and that's what John right. Berg tried to say that mm-hmm. he was just looking for more money or something. So I don't know. But anyway, uh, apparently he refuses to work with mm-hmm. the current, I think, what is the DC president or Warner brothers president, Walter Hamada. Yeah. I think it's Warner um, brothers because yeah, it's Jim, I think you're Jim right. Lee's in charge of DC. I think. Is he? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. So I think it's, he refused to work with Walter Hamada apparently because he claims that he, you know, enabled John Berg and Joss Whedon, all these people to like mm-hmm. get away with all the stuff they did. Yeah. And he just like renewed his contract or something. So, you know, he's refusing to work. And so now it seems like they have written him out of the Flash movie. He was supposed to have a, he was supposed to have a decent role in the Flash movie. So Mm -hmm. it's like all this kind of messy. It kind of sucks. I do think for the most part, Ray has, you know, been doing the right thing, talking about this stuff. It it doesn't seem like he's making it up. It does seem like there was some messed up stuff going on. Yeah. And, and just to add to that, I, I think that because um, Ray Fisher was the only one on the Justice League of the main cast that wasn't because he's that was his first like that was his first movie. He's I think his experience yeah. was mostly on Broadway. And <clears throat> yeah, so yeah, I, you're right. I think that um, everyone else is kind of I don't want to suggest that everyone in Hollywood is bad, but a lot of the other cast has been in Hollywood for a very long time. And so maybe yeah. they've kind of grown numb to some of this stuff, whereas Ray yeah. Fisher's well, he's thrown into this experience for the first time and he sees a lot of things. I don't know. That's just also that I, I had. think the rest of the cast was a little bit more like untouchable than Ray. Like they had been sure. like, like they're, they're super famous. So I think they have a lot more connections and a lot, you know, I feel like they probably didn't take the brunt of it. Right. You know, because who's going to, you know, like be a dick to Henry Cavill and stuff, you know, like Henry yeah. Cavill, you know, stuff like that. So I think. But yeah, Ray being the only cast member, like you said, who didn't have a whole lot of Hollywood experience, I feel yeah. like he was probably like the least, you know, he was definitely the least famous of them. So I mm-hmm. feel like, you know, like Joss Whedon and the rest probably wouldn't have as much of a problem. Right. You know, pushing him around. Um, yeah, so I know... Yeah, I know a lot of it was Jeff Johns, like not to keep like bel- bel- belaboring this point and everything, but I know um, Jeff Johns was like, I think he was like kind of the executive producer of everything yeah. for like a couple years there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like, I really like a lot of his comics. <laughs> so a lot of this was uh, Jeff Johns, like he was the executive producer at the time. And like, I yeah. really like a lot of his comics. Like he wrote, mm-hmm. um, you know, like the Flash Rebirth. Birth, yeah. birth and he um you know did a lot of the new 52 stuff but i don't know what his deal is but he doesn't seem to know how the hell to make a movie like for <laughs> right. some reason like he was just freaking out it, it seems like he really hated what Zack snyder was doing he wanted everything to be like almost like i think somebody i know put it like 
artificially hopeful or something mm. where it's like instead of just making a good story with a good you know message and a good arc and everything yeah it's like you have to inject some sort of like disney happiness <laughs> oh, in, yeah. into there where it doesn't belong and mm-hmm. i know he he has a writing credit on wonder woman 1984 i think yeah. some of like some of the scenes that were hammier mm-hmm. i feel like he probably wrote yeah and put you know it's like it's like it it, 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 it just doesn't feel organic you know Mm -hmm. it's like he for some reason when it comes to movies he wants there to be like some sort of like mega hopeful message even if it's like a bleak circumstance he's just like it just doesn't make sense it feels really artificial Uh so i think you know he he's not with dc right now at least not um as like you know executive producer of their movies Uh so hopefully the directors will be able to do what they want now yeah yeah, I think that now that um, that Jim Lee's in charge, I think that yeah. there's definitely um, like I don't want to say a hope, but there's like it's, we're mm-hmm. moving in the yeah. right direction. I feel. Well, yeah, it seems like from Aquaman on, Jeff Johns didn't have any involvement really. Yeah. So the thing about Wonder Woman 1984 is they started filming in 2018. Oh. Um, like so, I think he had a lot of influence over that movie. Mm-hmm. But now I think they're going in the right direction, like you said. <clears throat> right, right. Okay. The next thing I have on the thing is so apparently they're making a um, a prequel to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, I think I kind of heard about that. It's yeah. kind of weird. I don't know. I don't know the story. <laughs> How do you have but, a... <laughs> but I'm guessing uh, it's going to be about Willy Wonka, like young him or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. I heard that um, both Tom Holland and what's the, what's the guy from Dune? um oh timothy timothy chalamet yeah they're both signed on we don't know who they're playing but um yeah they're both on uh they're both signed on to this movie and and that's just such a really weird thing um yeah i mean it could be good but it's like why yeah (laughs) Yeah, nobody wanted this (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know apparently they have a well okay so there's rumors Mm -hmm. and reports that there is a harry potter series oh, coming to yeah. hbo max yeah apparently um apparently hbo max um did denied it mm-hmm. saying there was nothing in development but there were a lot of other like rumors and reports that it is in development so right who knows you know it, it, it if anything it's in like super early development they don't want to like discuss it yet mm-hmm. you know so but, the- do so, you so think who that knows? I this mean, is gonna be, if if this were to happen? Do you think it'd be like a like a like a reboot? Like they're gonna tell Harry Potter again, or do you think that um, it's just gonna be like a spinoff of Fantastic Beasts and kind of just yeah, exploring I'm, that world? I'm guessing spinoff because I feel like the movies are so iconic and they weren't that right. long ago. Yeah, uh, I don't think they're going to want to reboot them so quickly. It might be some sort of like spinoff, like you said, and mm-hmm. you know, considering the success of the Fantastic Beasts franchise so far, yeah probably gonna do a spinoff either with new characters or characters have already had like maybe even bring back like jude law's dumbledore and have like sure. you know like um you know just a different class of hogwarts or, or maybe like an early class of hogwarts you know mm-hmm. i don't i'm not a huge you know uh harry potter buff so i don't know right, how old right. hogwarts is supposed to be but you know m- maybe do like you know him maybe do it with like young Dumbledore and stuff like that. Yeah. That could, that could be interesting. But you know, like I said, I'm not a huge Harry Potter buff. So like, right. if it looks good, I'll check it out, but I'm not like there just for the sake of it, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think the next thing on the list is mortal Kombat. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, uh, they released like, like some images recently, mm-hmm. um, on in entertainment weekly, but they also had this whole thing. Like they sat down with the director. Okay. Um, 
Simon McCoy, and he see, he gave a lot of details about this movie, um, which mm-hmm. is kind of interesting. So apparently, you know, it, it is going to be R-rated and it's going to have like fatalities okay. and everything. Yeah. Um, he pre-promised that for all the video game fans. Sure. Um, I, I, apparently he says that the Cune blade lies at the center of the movie. Um, it, it's the signature w- w- weapon of Scorpion. Okay. Um, so that's kind of interesting. And apparently, traditionally, it's used as a gardening tool. <laughs> okay. So apparently, apparently at the beginning of the movie, they have like um, somebody using it, like it, as 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 a gardening tool. It's kind of mm. funny. Um, that's really interesting because apparently yeah. a lot of um the weapons that we associate with sort of ninjas and stuff uh, from Japan started out that way. Um, because interesting back in that era the, the the japanese government confiscated all their weapons and so to defend themselves right. they used gardening tools and so that's kind of an interesting throwback that makes to, sense to that yeah that is yeah that makes sense um so apparently the movie starts out with um like a fight between you know sub-zero and scorpion but like mm-hmm. before okay. they become those characters um yeah uh, you know, because tra- traditionally in like the lore and everything, it's these two clans um, of Hanzo, who is Scorpion, and Bihan, who's Sub Zero. Okay. And then they later get their powers and everything. So b- apparently, it starts out showing this feud and like them fighting and everything. Mm-hmm. And then it skips to present day, where they actually have right. like kind of the, the star of the movie is this or- original character. Yeah. Um, played by Louis Tan. Mm-hmm. He was in Deadpool 2. Okay. Apparently his name is Cole, Cole Young. Mm-hmm. And apparently he's like, a, he's kind of a washed up MMA fighter. Yeah. Um, and then he's, he has like some tattoo on his chest that he doesn't know like where the heck it, heck it came from. Okay. Um, and yeah, apparently. So according to the director, um, it's a very interesting place for you to start. He's like a washed up MMA fighter. He used to be a champion, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, through, throughout the movie, he's sort of trying to figure out, you know, what that, like tattoo means and he meets like all these different you know major mortal Kombat characters Mm -hmm. like um major jackson briggs um helps him like and so does sonia blade Mm -hmm. and you know then he meets like lee kang and kung lao and all these other you know okay characters so it's basically kind of like mortal Kombat through the eyes of this one guy um Mm -hmm. cole young yeah. Um, but you know, it seems like they're they're, they're definitely going to have Sub Zero in it, and like pretty yeah. much everybody except for, I forget his name, like something Cage. Um, I keep wanting to say Nick Cage, but I know it's not. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, wild movie of Nick Cage. Was yeah, right. So <laughs> and 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 there is like they are doing the whole like Mortal Kombat. Like there there is some tournament in in, yeah. in the movie. So mm-hmm. it seems pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, pretty interesting way to have all of, like the major characters in it. Mm-hmm. And they haven't released, they haven't showed Scorpion at all. I'm guessing he's going to be towards the end and there's going to be like a big, you know, battle yeah. between him and Sub-Zero. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all we know so far. There have been a couple really short clips that uh, HBO yeah. Max released, but, you know, but it seems like a pretty cool movie. Like I haven't watched the sure. old ones, but I know they're really cheesy. Yeah. Um, and I haven't played the games a super, like a, a I, huge I amount, but I've, I've played them a little bit, yeah. um, some of the newer ones, but yeah uh anyway moving on there's only a couple other like news Mm. things to cover so apparently there's not a whole lot but with the whole spider-man thing like Mm -hmm. basically everybody's supposed to be in this um (laughs) you know it's supposed to be like a big multiverse thing but 
you know, obviously we've heard a lot of news about like potentially Andrew and Toby coming back right. as, you know, alternate versions. But then we have, it, I, I guess, according to Kevin Feige, it's supposed to be at least this is, a, a, it, this is just like a rumor. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard it apparently it's supposed to be kind of um, Peter just kind of obviously trying to clear his name. Yeah. Um, but then he's also trying to like fight off all these villains, which apparently like, I, I, I don't know how it's going to work, but apparently mm-hmm. like the multiverse somehow opens, you know, and then, right. you know, he's fighting all these villains from, you know, his villains, but from other universes, like Alfred yeah. Molina's Doc Ock is going to be there for some reason. And Jamie right. Foxx's Electro. So I don't know how it's all going to play out, but it seems like it's going to be pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but according to some set photos, it takes place in like winter, like Christmas time, right. which is weird because, the movie is supposed to take place like right after far from home, which took place mm-hmm. in the summer. So I'm guessing either those scenes take place later in mm-hmm. the movie, you know, yeah. like after everything's cause it makes sense. Cause he's like walking down the street and mm-hmm. no, nobody's like, wait a minute, aren't you Spider-Man? You know? Yeah. Um, and also, but also it's in- interesting cause the movie's supposed to be, be released in December. Right. <clears throat> so maybe they added those scenes to make it take place at Christmas. I don't know how, mm-hmm. how it's going to work, but found that interesting another thing is apparently there are some sites reporting that oh yeah it was comicbook.com okay uh this one guy i forget his name but he's usually pretty reliable and he gets to like visit the sets of the movies and stuff mm-hmm. but apparently um he was saying that uh charlie cox was spotted on set yeah or something yeah. and that you know his like he's already filmed his scenes and he's done. So, mm-hmm. you know, people are suggesting that he's coming back is like, you know, he, he's going to be daredevil or Matt Murdock in it. So yeah, if that's true, that'd be really cool. The, um, but I don't want to get my hopes up that I have. The problem I have with that is that the, um, the X-Men, I'm sorry, not the Netflix, not the X-Men, <laughs> the X-Men yeah. for some reason, the Netflix yeah. shows um, were very, were, were very dark and violent, Yeah, but the yeah. MCU movies are not. And so, right taking those characters from the Netflix shows and putting them into the movies and having them be PG 13. I don't yeah. know if that's the right move. Right. It's definitely not for Punisher. Right. Um, I think with daredevil, I think the, the thing about daredevil is it was mostly like the villains and stuff that were, mm-hmm. you know, cause he himself um, was pretty besides like the brooding aspect and stuff. I right. think he, like you said, it, it would be a little bit tricky um mm-hmm. but i think his character was enough in line with the rest of the mcu that at least his character i think could work if they did some tweaking um sure and if they didn't make it make him too light you know but mm-hmm. i don't think you could really do an accurate adaption of daredevil and make him really light so right um i don't know i i wouldn't at this point i really 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 like cox's portrayal right so i don't necessarily want him recast but i would really like to see a daredevil spider-man team up so i don't know we'll see what happens Mm -hmm. i mean in general they do pretty good with these movies so i doubt it'll but we'll yeah we'll see it sounds like a freaking crazy movie (laughs) yeah uh yeah um i think pretty much last thing is this um sandman Sandman. netflix Mm -hmm. series so um they've been talking about this for a while um, they were Netflix was planning to adapt the Sandman graphic novel for a while, but mm-hmm. we we just now got a cast list. Um, yeah. Apparently, so apparently Tom Stur Sturridge is Dream Lo- Lord of the Dreaming. Wow, crazy! Um, mm-hmm. 
Gwendolyn Christie is Lucifer, which is an in- interesting casting choice. Um, yeah. I don't know how to say that. Vien Akiem Pong <laughs> yeah. is Lucien or Lu- Lucian, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Charles Dance is Roderick Burgess. Boyd Holbrook is the Corinthian. Asim Chowdhury is Abel. And Sanjeev Beskar is Kane. Mm-hmm. So I don't really, I have, I've never read the Sandman series or Sandman graphic novels or series. Yeah, I haven't either. I don't really know anything about it, mm-hmm. um, but this is a good cast. So I'm yeah, interested in watching it. Um, mm-hmm. There's also apparently an audible audio yeah. drama they did about Sandman and that I definitely want to listen to that. Yeah. Sets it sounds pretty good. So yeah, that's pretty much everything I have for mm-hmm. news. There's not like been a heck of a lot of interesting stuff. <laughs> yeah. So then yeah. let's just I think jump We're into the Fantastic Four. There's one yes. list that I found before I I have my own list. Um there's one yeah. list that I found on comicbookresource.com that I really mm-hmm. like. So I'm gonna go through it and kind of get your thoughts on it. Okay, so we're g- g- gonna do that and then give our own Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, um, I actually looked up. <laughs> I was having a bad. I was having a hard time finding some ideas for actors. So I was yeah. looking at some like lists of like, oh, who could play this? You know. Uh-huh. So the the first one is Dominic Purcell as the thing. He was in. Um, okay. Yeah. He was in the the Legends of Tomorrow. He was the the fire guy. Yeah, I, don't I don't remember his name, but prison. Break. Yeah, he he was um, prison break. Yeah. Heat wave. I think. Heat wave. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's good. I think. For the thing, it's not so much what he looks like as a human. It's more like his voice. He's gonna be. It's a, a mixed bag because if if they do guy. like flashbacks, then I think it matters. Sure. But yeah, I think I think you're right about the voice. I think that's what matters most. Right. And then, this is this is one I don't really like so much. But for for number nine, they had um, K J Appa as the Human Torch. He he. For you, so those of you who don't know, he was um he was he was Archie in Riverdale. That's, and so yeah. I, i'm not sure um, how i feel about that one okay um yeah we can talk about that later because i actually have him down as one of the options for johnny too oh, okay okay and then this <laughs> is one i this is one later. i really like is, is lily james as the invisible woman yeah i have heard yeah that's she was the... in um yesterday baby driver she's, yeah she's pretty good she is good yeah i um, think she would definitely work yeah for sure um and then andrew lincoln as mr fantastic i think he was on oh that's Dead. interesting yeah it's interesting he, he might be a little old but he looks kind of he looks the part i guess yeah yeah um and then this is an actor i'm not familiar with is nicola caster waldau as oh yeah nicola caster waldau yeah he's um he was jamie lannister on game of thrones okay. he's been in a few other things yeah and then um uh, oh, who, who's he supposed to play that was that was dr doom okay yeah, that's what i figured yeah yeah and then there's uh michael c hall as kang the conqueror oh um, well they already cast kang in mcu but you know yeah exactly whatever um and this is this is one that's it's kind of interesting is is zach efron is the human torch yeah i have heard that yeah he, he he's actually on my list too mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's yeah couple, those are interesting i only did... i have on here oh shoot really okay yeah cool. Keep, there's three more going. there's john cena as the thing which i really like i, I think have heard yeah you should probably cap i think they should definitely go the, the route they did with drax and, and get get a wrestler for him i think that sure that would be good um <clears throat> then I, this is another name i have I'm having an issue with is giano carlo esposito john Giancarlo carlo esposito, esposito yeah as um Do- dr doom yeah uh, it looks like he was in breaking bad the man well yeah yeah he was um 
Oh, he was on The Boys, I think, right? Yes, yeah. yeah he was okay, I know who Mr. That Edgar. Yeah, yeah. That could be interesting to see him as, as and then obviously they have John Krasinski and Emily Blunt as yeah, Mr. Yeah. and Mrs. Fantastic. Yeah, I like, I've heard that a lot. I like John Krasinski. I'm not sure how I yes. feel about Emily Blunt. I, I feel, I, yeah, I feel um, the same. Yeah, because John Krasinski, with the MCU, you have to have at least one funny person on the cast and John Krasinski's mm-hmm. in the office. So I feel like he's good, yeah. but I don't, I'm not sure how I feel about Emily Blunt. Yeah. Well, the thing is, um, yeah, with the Fantastic Four, like the only one that really should be funny is Johnny. Sure. Like, you know, like they're, they're, they're funny in that, like their dynamics, especially between um, Ben and Johnny. Yeah. You know, they're, they're funny, but like, you know, Reed is like more of a, you know, just like a very, he, he's, he's more like a um, Bruce Banner, you yeah. know, just kind of like, you know, very cerebral and scientific, probably like more a sober mind, more sober minded than they made Bruce in the MCU, you know? Right. But yeah, um, you want to give yours first? Or yeah, vice I, versa? I can go ahead and do that. So I, sure. I kind of went the, the route of, of casting funny funny actors in this. So okay. for Mr. Fantastic, I did uh, John Mulaney. Okay. And so I, I feel like he he's he's good. I sure, think. yeah, he'd work. I think he um, could work either way. Um, yeah. Serious or funny. Right. And then so you, you actually mentioned this to me uh, at some point earlier, but I really like the idea of Sue Storm being played by uh, Samara Weaving yeah okay she's she's really great in like everything yeah she looks the part and she's very yeah good yeah yeah and then for for johnny storm i did pete davidson from snl i think okay he's in the he's in the new suicide squad movie i think that yeah he's he has a certain kind of uh sure yeah he's pretty funny and then this is kind of a a bit of a meta joke but for the thing i cast Dwayne johnson because he's okay okay (laughs) yeah they uh that's yeah that's funny um and then i'd have dr doom as well um okay i did pedro pascal I, after watching oh. um wonder woman i think that yeah he's really good in that role and every scene yeah. he's in he he absolutely just dominates yeah. and so i feel like yeah. you need someone like that uh for, for yeah. dr doom i think yeah yeah that's the interesting thing so with with these cast lists so i mm-hmm. think characters like dr doom sue even maybe Johnny. Yeah. I feel like there are a lot of actors who can fit the role. Mm-hmm. The problem with Reed and Ben is they are very hard to cast, in my opinion. Sure. Um, because they're both very, like, they never really age. Like, Reed is perpetually, yeah. like, 30 mm-hmm. or older. And so is Ben. So it's like, and, like, Reed has a very specific look to him, you yeah. know? Like, he's muscular but lanky, but he's also got the dark hair, you know? Mm-hmm. All that stuff. And then Ben is, like, you know, he was always like this big burly dude. Right. So even when he was human. So another thing is I think there are probably two routes they can go with this in the MCU. Okay. Um, they can either go like the younger, like original Fantastic mm-hmm. Four, or they can go to like the older, more seasoned Fantastic Four. Sure. Um, so I think, so I, I kind of have two different cast lists. Um, and I mm-hmm. even have like multiple options. I, I have a hard time fan casting because I feel like yeah. a lot of actors can fit roles. But yeah. yeah. Um, for Reed, for like younger, this is probably going to be like a little out there, but I have seen this on a couple lists. So for young Reed, um, or younger Reed, like we, uh-huh. we already got kind of got them as teenagers in the newest Fantastic Four, and that right. just didn't work on so no. many levels. <laughs> um, yeah, so Reed, I have Adam Driver. Okay. Um, and then for Sue, I have Samara Weaving. Yeah. So for Sue, young Sue, I think Samara Weaving or Diana Agron would both work for okay. younger Sue. Yeah. Um, so then for Johnny, I have, um, KJ Appa. And mm-hmm. so <laughs> I, 
the thing that really sucks about all the actors who are in R- Riverdale yeah. is that they get a terrible rap because it's such a like cheesy, you yeah. know, teen drama. Like I watched mm-hmm. one episode and I'm like, oh my God, what is this? Yeah. Um, but he's actually a really good actor. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen him in a couple other things. He's been in some dramas and he's yeah. actually a really good actor. I think he gets a bad rap because mm-hmm. of what, he, you know, him being on R- Riverdale, yeah. but he's he's got a good energy to him when he needs to. And mm-hmm. um, and I, I think he's one of the young, like he's one of the only, like younger actors who doesn't look like a child sure um, you know like a lot of the actors around his age like tom holland and mm-hmm. um timothy chamele or whatever they yeah. all look really young yeah and he can kind of like he's in his early 20s so mm-hmm. i he can still like kind of play a teenager but yeah he doesn't look like super young yeah and and to be fair um when they cast brenton thwaites as as dick grayson in titans i was upset because he was that he was that weird guy from pirates of the caribbean but his his performance was was fantastic in that show and so i think that just because you're in one bad thing doesn't mean you're a bad actor yeah exactly um and it's hard for ben because like I said, there, there, well, there aren't really many. So the thing about the, the younger Fantastic Four was like, you know, Johnny was a teenager, you know, Ben and Reed were like maybe, you know, like mid late 20s, I think. And Sue was like a little younger, probably like mid 20s. And it's hard to find actors in that age range that are like big and have like, you know, yeah. like good, yeah. good voices. So the only like I can't really think of anybody that would fit there but unless you cast an older actor and just pretended like, you know, he was like, um, right. I think Tom Hardy would work because yeah. um, he's like, he's a little shorter, but so if they do like human scenes, mm-hmm. it'd be different, but he's like a bigger dude. Like he's yeah. b- b- earlier. Like it was weird in uh, <laughs> the 2015 Fantastic Four having Jamie Bell mm-hmm. as Ben. That was just like weird on so many levels. Like yeah. J- Jamie Bell's a good actor, but like he's like five, six. Mm-hmm. And he's just like a small dude. It didn't make like he was standing next to Reed and he looked like he was like dwarf next to Reed. And you're like, <laughs> why ben's supposed to be gigantic you know yeah. so that was interesting so tom hardy maybe for like younger ben i don't know um mm-hmm. uh, then for like older like i think it, w- it would honestly work better for them to be older because i think the yeah. fantastic forward as, as a team works best when they're you know older like they work mm-hmm. better as like a family dynamic they work better as characters um you know so I think, you know, they're like, Johnny's not as annoying. He's more mature because he was like super annoying when he was like, you know, yeah, uh, Spider-Man's age when they were younger. Um, so I think for like, you know, probably like what early mid mid thirties mm-hmm. um, for most of them. And Johnny's like in his mid to late twenties. Yeah. So like, I think for Reed, I, I really like John Krasinski. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he would work really well. I think um, Brandon Routh would actually probably work too okay yeah um he's a good actor i've seen him he usually plays like kind of nice dorky guys but he's he can play you know a lot he, he has good range yeah um and then you know i didn't think there's a couple of actors that would like maybe work but not you know okay. like that like andrew lincoln would be like okay as like mm-hmm. old you know kind of like 30s read maybe but he is getting kind of older and then same, yeah. same thing like adrian brody he okay. would maybe like work, but you know, wouldn't be my first choice. Mm-hmm. Um, then for Sue, I think Margot Robbie would actually okay. work pretty, yeah. pr- pretty yeah. well. Um, and Emily Blunt would be pretty good. I feel like it'd be kind of cliche because like everybody's casting Emily Blunt because she's married right. to John Krasinski, you know. Right. Um, but there are a lot of actresses who could play Sue, but I think mm-hmm. Margot Robbie would be good. I think Diana Agron could play her yeah. older too because she is in her 30s. So, mm-hmm. um, and then for Johnny. A lot of people have been suggesting Dakry Montgomery. 
Okay. Um, he was in Stranger Things. Happy birthday. I yeah. forget. I forget his name. <laughs> oh yeah, happy birthday. No, Thanks. Yeah, today's my uh, birthday. Yeah. Um, I forget his name, but he was in Stranger Things. He was. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And anyway, but he. Oh, he 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 was also Jason in the Power Rangers movie. Okay. Um, the twenty fifteen one. Yeah. 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 Um, so he he's pretty good. Um, I think he would look the part and I think he could act the part well. Um, mm-hmm. And then also Zach Efron. I've heard people suggesting that. And yeah, I think it would work. He would definitely have the energy. He looks the part, uh-huh. you know, and I, I think the only reason is that like he's, you know, in his 20s. I mean, I mean, like he's he, he's he's about 30, but that would that would yeah. work if you were doing an older Fantastic Four. Sure. Um, and then for Ben, I, I really like um leave schreiber's voice i think mm-hmm. that would work for that if they were doing like m- m- motion capture and didn't really have very many um human scenes yeah but for like if, if, if they were doing like i you know this sounds weird but i, I really like the idea of terry cruz okay um, i feel like you know i if they were doing which i'm sure they're going to do like all cgi so they're, they're going yeah. to be doing m- yeah. motion capture kind of like they did with thanos and hulk and everything yeah um i think he would you know pull off that and i think he could do uh-huh. the voice if he wanted to and yeah. he's in a lot of comedy things but he can be like he can, he he's done serious roles too mm-hmm. so i think that would work um i think it would work re- really well too for him to be you know playing off of johnny because they have yeah. a lot of like feuds and stuff i think he'd be pr- pretty funny mm-hmm. and you know i think um race swapping does work sometimes yeah yeah you know when when i was younger and i was like comic accuracy you know i was like i (laughs) I was really upset about it but i think there've been plenty that work really well like i think yeah will smith worked as deadshot Mm -hmm. um like as 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 long as they like embody the character Mm -hmm. and like look enough like them right i think it works um i don't have a lot of oh and i think john cena would work well as dead grim too yeah so as far as dr doom i don't really have anybody um i kind of it was enough yeah, work getting the rest but i feel like there are, there are a lot of people who'd be really good that's the thing and the thing mm-hmm. is you hardly ever see his face so it's like right. it doesn't matter so much the look as long mm-hmm. as he can play it well you know in the suit and everything i yeah. i just want them to make an accurate dr doom for a while right you know have him you know have the suit and everything but also uh have him use sorcery like he did in the comics he was actually a pretty prolific sorcerer Uh and also the the king of his own country so i feel like you know they really have not done dr doom justice at all in Uh any of the movies i got a question about dr doom is he like an actual doctor or does he just call himself dr doom um no he's i'm pretty sure he's like reed you know he's got like several phds and okay stuff like that like yeah he's very intelligent like he built his own suit i'm pretty sure he is a doctor okay <clears throat> and you know they, they got the whole dr doom thing is like his last name's von doom you know right so and that's the thing too in some versions in, in the comics and cartoons that he actually has an accent because he was born in eastern europe yeah so that'd be interesting too to maybe do that mm-hmm. yeah so yeah um, I think that's pretty much yeah. what we had going. Cool. For this episode. Yeah. For this first episode of the so new podcast. Very first episode. I don't know if this is going to be a weekly thing or a monthly thing. We'll, we'll figure it out as we go along. Yeah. Yeah. We'll figure it out. But yeah. Thank you, everybody yeah. who listened to this. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, check the links in the description for um, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Patreon, Twitter, all that stuff.
yeah yeah and we will see you sometime in the future <laughs> yeah ho- ho- hopefully soon <laughs> all right bye